Welcome to Probably Science. My name is Andy Wood. I'm Matt Cushion. We've it's a uh, let's just get right into it because we've got yes. a Portland reunion. <laughs> we do. That's true. I can't believe this is a first time guest considering I've known you for 10, 11, 10 years. years. Yeah, like you know me since I started doing stand up. Two thousand seven or eight? Uh, two thousand. I guess it would. It would. Yeah, two thousand seven. Because no, yeah, November of two thousand seven. Nice. That's the voice of Shane Torres. Yeah. You know, it's great. It's like when any anyone dives into their podcast voice right after a regular conversation. <laughs> was mine that much different? No, no well, you know, just uh, like, hello. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you just, you you just the tone changes for one second. And yeah. like, I have your attention. And now, like, <laughs> back to normal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah I, I uh, you can actually make Andy say, sound like that in conversation by playing our theme song. It's true. It's a Pavlovian response thing. <laughs> Oh my god! So you're out here for uh, for how long? You're normally New York based these yeah. days. Even yeah, you came up to Portland. I went the only one who, <laughs> yeah, who went east. Kind of yeah. goes Portland to L.A. Um, did you have any comedy roommates out there? Or are you currently living with any comics? That we know? I do not. That you know, I live with a wonderful comic named Jane Harrison. She's from the Bay Area. Oh, I know uh, Jane Harrison. Yeah, the blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, very funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's originally from Atlanta, but she started in San Francisco. Cool. And then she had, like, some Chicago ties, too. But, yeah. We were both, like, do you want to, like, I was moved out. I lived with Yogi Polywall forever. Oh, that's, I think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we went separate ways. No beef. And then I, like, moved into the, this place that, like, they were, like, it's $400 a month and there's no window. And I was, like, it sounds perfect. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> then, like, after a month, I was, like. I am not going to be able to do this by January. Like, yeah. you know, and I moved there. Like, I was like, I literally moved out a month later. I was like, there was no clock. I was like, this is fucking terrible. I'm sorry, guys. It's like, it's like a casino. There's no yeah. idea of time passing. It's just designed to keep you in there. Yeah, except they're not like pumping oxygen in there to make me stay awake. I can't believe, even with all that, I still can't believe it's possible to live somewhere in New York for $400. It was, it was like, it was a closet. There was no closet. Yeah, there was no closet. The window was bricked up. <laughs> Uh, oh, was, oh, I was like fo folding my clothes and putting them on the floor. You know, like oh, it was like God. it was like, and like you know, it's that thing of like you get so used to like as a comedian, you're like, well, you know, it's cheap, and I don't, you know, like, and I was like, I'm pretty much, I think I'm done explaining living the way I do. Like when someone like you know when you somebody just walks into your apartment, you're like, they're like, oh, this is shitty. Like, and you're yeah. like, well, I'm not here. I'm on the road a lot, right, so I don't right. need much. I'm like, no, I, I want to live in a nice home now. And yes, like, reasonable. Yeah, and living with Jane helps that because like I've upped my game of not just like. <laughs> okay, what neighborhood? I'm in Bed Stuy. Oh, that uh, seems to be like the place everyone's going now, right? I think that but it's just going to keep going further and yeah, further. Yeah. But like, we live in a good area and we have a nice little place and like. It's great. I love it. Like I really like. It. It's like a regular neighborhood for the most part. Oh, cool. there, yeah, there's not a Mac store or anything. Which you know, like there's right. not too much shopping and shit, which yeah. is nice. But it's like, how often do you go buy a MacBook when you can afford to live That's in a neighborhood that a Mac store? You know, like <laughs> it's not a lot of repeat, and yet they're yeah. always packed. I guess it's all yeah. it's yeah. all like fucking people who drop their phones in the toilet. I think. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> crazy outside. Like because I lived at the one in by the one in Williamsburg, and like. Anytime like a new iPhone would drop, the line would just be like, yeah, fucking it. I think the National did an in-store there or something like that. And it was just like, well, not that it was just, it was already gone yeah. before that, but it was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I'm, you know, I'm guilty of, I have the new iPhone, but only because I let it go four years before upgrading. I mean, yeah, it's just I shit, but just I, I can't switched imagine over. waiting in line. It's like, it's kind of like I went to South by Southwest again this year just to How was it watch this? stuff. It was fun, but I realized like the thing that I used to like to do 
um, because uh, Charlie, who books the comedy part of it, is always nice enough to give me a pass that also works for the movie stuff. Okay. And I used to try and do that a lot, and now I'm like, wait a minute, I have movie pass. I could see these movies for free if yeah. I just wait a month and I don't yeah. have to like wait in a crazy line. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why would someone be that enticed to see cock blockers a month early? Yeah. You know? It's blockers. It's, Andy. I'm sorry. It's just. Uh, Picture uh, of a rooster. The blockers. silhouette of a rooster. Right. The, oh, uh, yeah. is that what that film's about? Yeah. John Cena and and the is word it, blockers. Uh, is Leslie Mann and John Cena? Yeah, Leslie Mann and John Cena. Oh, yeah. it's like a, Try to keep their kids from Could have been any blocker. Could have yeah. been beta blockers. He's got a bit of a tremor going on. <laughs> could have been block... block what, what, what do they call those... Uh, Oh, that's, oh, forget it. Forget it. I was th- Were you was working a on a pun of, that turned out to no, not work when you realized work. what the word was? Yeah, or there's some kind of bomb, but I think that's a blockbuster, and that's also just a fucking kind of movie. Forget it. Oh, was uh, it I don't, and well, also it was a, movie uh, a TV right? game show from the 80s. Blockbuster was? In Britain. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had that. Oh, 90s. It's it also 90s? Like Probably both. now one of the greatest failures of capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird yeah. that they could have bought Netflix? And they was just, there a time that Yeah, that they just didn't? Like... Oh yeah, shit. yeah, wow. yeah. The guy, the guy from Netflix, sort of went like, "Here's my business plan. Do you yeah. want in on it?" And they're like, "Go, be gone with you." Yeah, yeah. Like, These box stores are going to be around forever. You'll almost certainly not yeah. one day put us completely out of business, and then commission things like prison dramas. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I still can't believe. I remember when like you'd start to see banner ads for Netflix. They were somehow always super low res. Yeah, like ten years ago, I was like, "What is this shitty?" Maybe it was fifteen years ago. It was before they had a lot of before there was any streaming. It was just mailing the DVDs. Yeah, and like the ad looked so shitty. I was like, "This must be like really a shitty, shitty company." Do you yeah. ever judge someone for a graphic oh, design? Oh, all the time. Like, Did you look at their website? You like yeah, sometimes like, like the best comedians have like the worst fucking website you've ever seen in yeah. your life. <laughs> like, uh, what is it? I do that all the time. Like my uncle and my aunt both both work in the post office and like kind of higher ups. Yeah. And then like when Netflix switched to streaming, they were like, we're fucked. Like we're losing so much business. Oh, because the envelopes going back as a forwards weren't the thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They were just like, it was just really bad for us. And then Amazon started up. Yeah. So now that, they're just really getting their dicks knocked in the dirt. <laughs> but they they get money from Amazon, right? They like they're yeah. I think yeah. They're like contract. Like they're. I guess they'll probably end up moving to like a lot, a lot of contract work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shane, we yes, like sir. to ask our guests this before we get deep into the stories. What if anything is your background in science? And <laughs> and that's ranged from like full on degrees to just me and my friends used to blow stuff up in the woods. To I had a teacher I liked or a teacher I hated. I uh, I had. Two, I took two science classes in high school. That's the furthest I got. Uh-huh. Um, and one of them was by a football coach, taught by a football coach who used to be a rodeo clown. So that was not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. You went to yeah. school in Texas, yeah. right? Yeah. And so so I was just like, you weren't always in Portland. Portland was a. No, no. That was. There's a reason I got out, you know? And then. So, so which, class, not- which, which class was taught by your rodeo clown gym teacher? <laughs> Um, it was a, I think it was like a, yeah, it was, it was like a bio, it was like bio one, like the first level of biology yeah, like you could take. Grade or, yeah, uh, yeah, it was like a 10th grade, I think, for me. Okay. Did, did he and, incorporate any of his rodeo clowning expertise into his he lesson He did plan? tell us, like, inappropriate stories. <laughs> like, about, he'd be like, man, I'll tell you, like, you know, you go out there, you go out there and you wrestle a bull away from a cowboy, clean all that paint off your face, babes. Like, <laughs> that is like literally what he said. <laughs> oh my god! I can't even imagine yeah. those radio clown groupies. That's yeah, the low, like yeah. on the on like the totem pole of groupies. Yeah. That's... What, what what inappropriate name do you think they get called? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, 
And but yeah, he was like, but he was, he was like very. Oh he was yeah, funny what guy. <laughs> he was very very funny. He was like like there was a very attractive teacher named Miss Moody, and be like that Miss Moody and her booty. Like and then he would just be like, <laughs> <laughs> then he would like uh, you know explain Newton's law <laughs> like, or whatever. <laughs> Did you ever talk to David Hudsberger about the fact that he was on like the rodeo team? Was it? Is that in Texas also? Go no, no, I didn't yeah. know that about David. We got into it a while back when David was on our show. Yeah, he was like, it was like a he's like kind that- of a cow, like a ranch kid, right? Yeah, that, yeah. And, and quite like unexpected because he doesn't sound very like country or anything. No, he no, sound that southern. But he was full on like he'd enter rodeo like pageants or whatever you call them <laughs> rodeo you call them rodeos yeah. we you call them rodeos okay we don't call them soccer game matches over here. sorry this literally is his first rodeo so. <laughs> you don't have you ever been to a rodeo i actually have they are an incredible experience they're like they're crazy but like and there's a lot of like what you think is wrong with it is wrong with it culturally in a lot of ways but so like, the cowboys are all in their cowboy costumes yeah like they're little <laughs> Uh, you know, like, the weird thing is that they all just ride like broom handles with a fake horse head on it. <laughs> oh, like, you okay. think it's twenty thousand yeah. people watching a guy essentially pantomime. You've seen the footage of that, though. Have you seen the? There, there was, it was fake radio? It, no, it was going around years ago. I'll find it, but it was um, and I'll put it on the sh- in the show notes for this episode for our listeners to check out. But there was, it was a, it was a kids, uh, it was like a girls, um, I don't know, like a show pony whatever thing but that town was you were the worst person to explain this stuff (laughs) the (laughs) The show pony dance like horse moving horse moving riding on moving control thing dressage is that the term but i don't think it is dressage because that's more of like the olympic level whereas this has definitely had more of a kind of rodeo theme Okay, okay however the entire town was stricken with a case of apparently there's such a thing as horse herpes Oh no! <laughs> and so, that all of the all of the horses were quarantined. So they just had to; these girls had to go out and do their routines on hobby horses. <laughs> that can't be true. One hundred percent true. I'm gonna fight. This Phil happened for, to have happened in Britain. Phil, for a bit, this was definitely in. There's no in way this. they don't. There's no way they call it. Why wouldn't they just call it horsepox? Because isn't that in the same family of, of viruses? Uh, All the various poxes. I'm finding it right now. Horse hope herpes forces rodeo queens to ride stick ponies. Oh my god, that's amazing! That's an incredible headline. When you, yeah, <laughs> that's like an onion. That's bordering on an onion headline. <laughs> this was in the contestants of the Davis County Sheriff's Mounted Posse Junior Queen Contest. They uh, in Kansas. Uh, it was somewhere in Kansas. They had to pony up. According to this article, oh sorry, they had to cowgirl up, cowgirl up on yeah. Thursday night without their mares. Instead of competing on horses, as traditionally the case, contestants were asked to trot around the arena with stick horses as their show ponies. It's kind of have we never talked about this on the show before? This is a new, this is a complete new story to you, Andy. Uh, yes. Okay, that's. I'm crazy. sure. I'm sure we talked about it before. But that's like a Mr. Show sketch. Yeah. I know. I it's know. it's that's, uh, fucking insane that that's a real thing. It's kind of weird. They say, but you can't help that the disease is going around, says former queen Savannah Steed, real name. She <laughs> no. says the stick horses will test the driver's knowledge, the rider's knowledge of whether they know the routine rather than letting the horse do all the work. That's really oh, sorry. Point. This is in Utah. Uh, Utah has 13 suspected and 7 confirmed cases of equine herpes virus after horses at a regional cutting horse competition at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden first showed symptoms of the illness. 
Horse herpes is not sexually transmitted. See, we're doing science in this yeah, story. Right, yeah, yeah. And it's not considered a danger for humans, but it's highly contagious among horses and other animals of the equine family. The most common way for it to spread is by direct horse-to-horse contact, but it can also spread through the air, contaminated equipment, clothing, and hands. It can be fatal to horses and is incurable. Posse oh. member Kim Jensen says the annual contest has already been postponed for a week, possibly to wait to possibly wait out the quarantine, but that is st- as the quarantine is still in effect for all public arena, the contest had to go on. Instead of using horses, we're testing the girls' knowledge and ability to adapt. This will test if they know the pattern, but they're disappointed they don't have their real horses. The contestants still show their horsemanship, although with a little more effort. One of the contestants said, with a stick horse, it's a lot different because you have to do all the work, and I think it's going to be a lot more tiring than with a real horse. <laughs> It would be funny to the amount of calories you burn with the real horse yeah. compared to the... I love they're still trying to what, spit it like, oh, no, this is what, how like, real people do really, the hard way. Yeah. yeah. What really shined, with a, says this article, were the true traits of a queen, poise and personality amid trying times. <laughs> Steed said with a smile, it will give you experience for if you happen to have a problem like this later in life. What? You already have the experience of riding a stick horse. Ladies, we tip our hats to you. Um... Uh, That's fucking obscene. I presume I'm gonna I'm gonna assume you want to see some footage of this. Uh, I mean, it's already queued up. I don't want to. There's I've, we've, there's an advert that's loading right now, but we've in twelve. There's seconds no way time, this can be as as fun as the narration you just gave me. Yeah, like, yeah. well, it's just gonna like it's gonna be a kid on a horse like doing something with their. Own. What well, if one of them got thrown off? Like they, <laughs> yeah, they <fail laughs> or like a hobby horse broke and had to be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> they just put it down they, on the track. They won't let themselves heal is the problem. Yeah. Uh, oh my. Oh, horse herpes. Oh, this isn't just footage. It's actually a footage from the news broadcast. So it's starting with an anchor woman who's describing it. She's, uh, she's some... smiling a lot for this. She really is. So and now okay. there's like a very like, give us the footage. I went to high school out. with that girl. Yep. Yeah, there's a guy filming. Oh my god! <laughs> Two people. You're getting the full description of this news piece. <laughs> oh my god! There's a bucket full of uh, oh, hobby horses. Yeah. One of them's a bear. <laughs> one of them's a Do you think that there's like a mad dash to grab your, the best one out of the yeah, bucket yeah, before it all starts? <laughs> Although what you get to? Pay- oh my god! Oh my god! She's doing what you think she's doing. She's galloping. And these aren't six year olds. This yeah. is the thing. You know, like they're yeah. young women. They're, they're you know they're at least like freshmen in I high feel school. Like they're probably thirteen or fourteen. Tons yeah. of makeup. Big hair. Uh, oh yeah. Sierras and cowboy hats, and they're just running around between their legs. This is fucking shit. Savannah Steed. Savannah Steed, as well, just sounds like a made up name for a cowgirl. Yeah. This reminds oh me of that. Did you guys hear about that time that there was an outbreak of stock car herpes? And then Dale <laughs> Jr. had to just run around the track with a little cardboard. Uh, car he took his him. son's bed. He <laughs> <laughs> took his son's bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's um, i can't believe that's real nice work there, there's a there's a, a bull riding series on netflix called fearless oh really yeah i uh, watched that it's interesting uh apparently there's like you know because it's like internet pole riding is international and i think it like largely started as an american thing mm-hmm. but there's like a huge anti-brazilian sentiment at the rodeo because oh, really because they have these crazy great bull riders in brazil oh interesting and like they have these huge rodeos where like 150,000 people or something show up and, this, and they're like they're winning all the time so like there's like an actual like yeah. all these like dumb hicks from Montana and shit is it like, just it's whoever stays on longest wins or is uh, it like there, I mean I don't know the uh, specifics of what, I think you only have to stay on for 8 seconds but eight how you ride the eight seconds? Like, yeah is the length but like 
how you ride uh, like. If you're just on there and your body's getting thrown around, and you just happen to stay on uh-huh. is different than the style of like, say, yeah. like riding a wave where like you're, yeah, you're control. You're yeah, 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 yeah. There has to be star points because they only go for what is it? Is it six de- seconds? Eight seconds. Eight seconds. Yeah. So surely, if what three people go eight yeah. seconds, you need to know who's yeah, the winner. Yeah, yeah. and like you know, like if someone looks like they have much more control, right? Then they, they, that's a more impressive ride. Brazil- it's Brazilian what style. I think. Yeah. And these Brazilians, you know. They're probably like, yes, oh, I have a hard life. I'll ride a bull to get out of here. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> that's the only path out of the flavella. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. like... oh. So it's quite expensive startup cost to get into yeah, this sport. Yeah, that's a very yeah. good point. Yeah, yeah. You don't really get into that without yeah. some capital. Uh, or very cheap, depending on how neat you are to bulls, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's very true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. It's like I knew a... a lot of guys who did it in oh, yeah? high school and stuff. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is there an age minimum before you can actually start? I think some of these kids start pretty young. You know, before, like, I think, like, they might start on like uh, I think they call it saddle bronc, which is like like broncos that buck and kick. Like so, they're not as aggressive as bulls, but they will yeah. throw their child, you know, right, a, so a significant amount. Too, yeah. yeah. So, and I think that's kind of how it works. You know, yeah. and they have like like pig wrangling matches and all these kind of shit. Like, we, how many different things are there? Because there's there's ro- there's a bunch of different competitions. Like, oh right, because there's like ro- barrel riding. Oh for right, wi- right, and. Right. The, and then, uh, and that's like that's so impressive. Some of these women, what they do with that, it's uh, fucking insane how they can like bounce around on these horses. Yeah. What do they do? What is that? There's barrel riding is like kind of like a weaving of, or almost like an obstacle course, but like I guess it would look like fairly equestrian, like but yeah, like yeah. you know, contrified or like deep fried or whatever. <laughs> deep fried. <laughs> uh, but then chicken fried. Uh, uh, ch- chicken fried chick- equestrian. And then, uh, but there's a, another one, and. It, I can't remember. What, I don't know what the name of the competition is, but they're like the women are literally riding these horses and then bouncing over side to side. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they like, touch to the ground each yeah, time. Yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they're like kind of riding backwards and forwards and all this kind of nutty shit. It's almost like Cypress Garden water ski stuff, but on horses. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, like, it's human cra- pyramids on. And it's like it is a, a rodeo is a fun time if you yeah. like if you're just like all right, I'm going to embrace this for what it is and like just kind of go check it out. You know, yeah, like if I was in a city that had one going on, I, it, I it's pretty it exhilarating to watch someone ride a bull. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Like, have you get, even done? Have you done like the bar bowls ever? No, no, no. I'm not even. Really? You know, like, no, dude. I don't. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I tried. But I, I won't do a trampoline. I'm not oh, fucking okay. going. Like, yeah, no. It's like I'm not. Uh, I mean, I'm from there, but I'm not up yeah. there. Well, I'm not. But Eric Andre used to throw these ridiculous birthday parties. One of them, he brought. Uh, there was some bar that had a giant parking lot. And he just rented out thought the whole thing for his birthday. And he had a petting zoo come in. He had a mechanical bull. He had one of those giant inflatable slides. It was shaped like the sinking Titanic. Like it was just like a kid's birthday party dream come true, but it was all for drunk. It's got to be nice LA to like college. throw around your money on obscene oh, yeah. things. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was the year he started to get really big. The year before that, he his show had started, but he still lived in this kind of like regular size apartment. But he had the party right out in like the area right next to his apartment, and he yeah. rented a camel. People could get up on. You can't go anywhere on it because it's just in like the garage of his parking lot. Like that's so. But fucking he could just great. sit on the camel for a few minutes. I'd heard that he threw some like pretty it was wild bashes. So funny, yeah. yeah. I but I suppose if you throw a bull into anything, it's going to become people, a lot more interesting. Pretty but people quickly. weren't really like it was underutilized like, a lot of people were just like i don't know if they were scared they just thought like they were too cool to want to do oh yeah yeah la's bull. the worst place to put like a, a mechanical <laughs> bull it's like what if my agency you know like i uh, did put that i can ride a mechanical bull on my resume and i don't want to be proven wrong right now <laughs> i put it under skills right right <laughs> You could. There I, have like, a, I have a full clean a driving license. I speak four languages. I can do 20 accents, and I can ride a mechanical bull. And they're, they're the things that I have listed. Once a year, 
you know, there usually is a movie that I see on TV where there's a mechanical bull riding scene in some, like, on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, oh, they had to stop doing it because uh, there was mechanical bull herpes was going around for a little bit. They had to quarantine <laughs> some that of happened the... in Minnesota, like a high school wrestling thing. Like some kid had, had herpes and he gave it to a few other kids wrestling them. Oh, my friends who wrestled. I, I knew a guy who wrestled in college and he was like, yeah, if you wrestle, it's just assumed you're going to get like the cold sore version of herpes like but you uh, mean like oh yeah genital, i guess yeah like they had like a like it was like a pretty nasty outbreak and they oh had to, like, shit were they dick wrestling <laughs> you're a scientist <laughs> let's get into our first were story they dick <laughs> there couldn't well, be a better uh, transition well, into our most popular story this week but well, but that was this lift pool drag <laughs> <laughs> well there has been while we are talking about athletic pursuits we should oh, maybe okay. do one that's, other follow-up that's true that's true in terms of one person one person last week took the Dick Tracy challenge. What is that? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the fastest way to explain it to someone. For those of you who didn't listen to the Ian Abramson episode from last week. Oh, of course, he, he's related to something fucking obscenely he, weird. He went through a Dick Tracy period recently. And- Shocker. <laughs> weird. However, that The guy has- who like goes on national TV and gets shocked with a dog collar. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> I love him, but every time. This is how weird he is. <laughs> I was in Denver. We were going to High Plains. We were in the same car from the airport, and we drove by like, like a helicopter mechanic, and there were like four or five helicopters out there. And I was like, have either of you ever been in a helicopter? And Ian goes, yes, but never in the air. <laughs> and then he goes, also not on the ground. And I was like, you're a prick. Like, <laughs> like I love him. I really do love yeah. him. But he is like, he's like, that's like his weird little jaw. He's, he's, he's like... He would put like he would paint his white doorbell white and then be like, "Ring my doorbell when you come in, so I know you're here." You know, then he'd be like, <laughs> Wait, "Look at your feet." I think oh, he's oh, just oh, like these oh, dumb oh, little yeah. things that like, fucking, you know, he gets all Salvador Dali with it or whatever. Well, yeah, we, yet, we didn't mention on the podcast last week that he also used to, maybe still does, just draw on a mustache before most of his performances. It's obscene. With a marker. <laughs> this is the guy who created a show without an audience, but with an audience. Yeah, yeah, which is fun. Yeah, um, he's the best, and he's, he is the best. He's hilarious too, but fucking so. <laughs> God damn it, weird. Is he weird? So we got into a conversation last week about whether... Spencer's gives us a person. (laughs) (laughs) Never had uh, back-to-back episodes with this much shit talk between guests. Oh, last week's guest? gives us a person. (laughs) It's not like surprise... Anything he does is not surprising. You know, like... If he had, like, four half dollars in his pocket, <laughs> you'd be like, yeah, well, that's normal for you. I was going to say, if you put him under a black light, like, just suddenly <laughs> there were things he had painted on himself the whole time no one even knew. He sure it is just that Nirvana poster where Kurt Cobain has the gun that follows <laughs> Um So Dick Tracy Challenge was sorry, yes. unrelated to Dick Tracy, except that we thought it'd be a memorable <laughs> hashtag. Uh, we were talking about the world record in the 100-meter dash. And how fast the average person can. And I maintained that I could probably... The world record's 9.5 a second. And I, yeah, it's I, this Usain Bolt yeah, thing. And yeah. I thought I could probably still, even in my relative level of unfitness, run 100 meters faster than Usain Bolt can run 200. No. His his two hundred records around nineteen seconds. Nineteen point one nine. So and I I think I can beat that. So I was like, we don't have access to any kind of hundred meter track, but if you do, film yourself running it and and 
don't go into athletic gear either because I was like, if I'm doing this, I'm doing it in like loafers and whatever wild. I'm wearing. <laughs> so you're giving yourself more handicaps to meet this goal. So we just asked our listeners to videotape themselves running 100 meters and send the video and market um, hashtag Dick Tracy challenge. And we've already retweeted this. because what... in a duster and a fedora, <laughs> all the better. And guess what happened? And listener at Simon M. That's oh Simon with many M's afterwards. Stri- like barely laughed. I barely laughed watching this. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> Just running in that trench coat. It's so great. <laughs> but 18.3 seconds. And that doesn't... Well, he's running on a lawn he, behind a housing complex. I don't know if he marked off the 100 meters. I'm going to trust that he did. Yeah. Wearing wearing a hat and a full-length coat. Yeah. And then he does a little jump at the end here. He called it a bomb jump. Maybe now, it's like I, jumping out I of a think, exploding bomb. I, what do his neighbors think he's doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's wearing khakis, a red shirt, a black trench coat, and a black fedora. And we just what? tweeted it, so if you go to that, probably that's science. fucking awesome. Well, good. You guys have some really faithful listeners. I, I, really, really want I was wondering nice. if anybody would take us up on it. So the time to beat eighteen point three again. We're going on faith that he measured the distance. If any of you listeners, that's a hundred meters. meters. That is a hundred meters. We're going to assume. And if any of you listeners think you're either faster or better dressed than Simon, send yeah, in your videos. Send your video. Remember to tag them with a hashtag Dick Tracy challenge. If you find like a, a planet Hollywood, you can probably get the actual Dick Tracy suit from a. Oh right, right. And run around. temporarily borrowed. Yeah. Be back in eighteen point five seconds. He also claims that I don't. I hope this is true. He says apologies for the video quality. I got local kids to film it. <laughs> I really hope it's like seven year olds. And this is a grown man. I should mention. Do you really? You think you could? You think you could beat that time? I don't know if I could beat that time, but I think I could land somewhere close to that time. I think I can. Well, like it's like because like it's relative because like like a tenth of a second is like a mile in track, right? It like, is, but like, like I, th- I mean, uh, well, I guess it would be like well, you're a competitive swimmer, so yeah. But also, right. if you just divide it up, a tenth of a second is a meter because it's about ten seconds for hundred meters. Yeah, right. I think I think I am for the, I, for, for Usain speed. I'm clearly a, a meter. I'm clearly immensely slower than Usain Bolt, but I don't think I am twice as slow as him. I don't think he is twice well, as fast as I well, can this, go. This I think he is because, like, I think twice as slow. Yeah, and like almost. Ex- but he he beat he beat, he beat the two hundred the two hundred. Yeah. He beat the two hundred meter record. If that was a hundred meters that he was Which, running, right. yeah. But that's right. also but that's also like you taking. That you're not because you're not you're, you're not taking in fatigue to the mat because two hundred meters takes more energy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, so, but I'm, so I'm you're st- not. That doesn't make you but actually, half as fast as him. Like I still like what I'm saying is like the what I'm. But you go faster in the hundred in the two hundred. Like your top speed at two hundred meters is higher than your top speed at hundred meters if you're an elite athlete. But I, I aren't thought, you more I prone? Also, aren't you more prone to like fade faster or well, great or at a greater rate? I thought I'd heard that the second half is faster than the first half in a two hundred because you're is still it, accelerating in the first half. Is but, that not true? Well, I just looked up both records and the record for the hundred is nine point five eight. If you doubled that, that would be nineteen. Um, That'd be twenty points. Nineteen point one six. The record's nineteen point one nine. Okay, but like three milliseconds. But I'm in saying, it. so, it's, so it's, it's not true that you're faster in the second half than than you are in just a straight up hundred meter dash on its own. So there must be a time, even though you probably do reach. Well, peak no, because speed, you, you, you pace it differently. Yeah, you peak. Yeah. You peak probably around the half, around the half or two thirds mark, and then you. But then fatigue will hit you. Yeah, but I thought yeah. I'd heard somewhere that that yeah, that the two hundred is usually less than double the hundred time, but it's not. Yeah. So I met. I did a corporate, and I met Lashawn Merritt, who won a gold medal, in the like, maybe it was a relay, or I can't remember what it was. Uh-huh. And they had him come in and like, you know, that's I guess that's what a lot of Olympic athletes can end up doing. They're like. 
just pay him twenty grand to come in and show off their gold medal. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But he like so just, he didn't even have to do a talk. He just kind of pretty for much pictures with it was his medal. crazy. Uh, what was the event again? Sorry, it was a corporate event oh, for yeah. uh, some digital internet site. Yeah. Community. You had to like tailor a comedy set to them, and he just I didn't. I, 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 I was like hosting. Oh, okay. Like I was bringing up speakers, and I would oh, just be like, nice. and I would just be like, I'm Mark Zuckerberg, and then I would just get <laughs> off stage. But uh, he went up like just watching him like kind of jog in. It was insane to see like how he barely touched, like the way his feet never fully touched like, the ground. It was like human. it was like yeah, that's what like a real man looks like. Yeah, <laughs> like his legs were like beer trunk, like beer kegs. Like yeah. his his thighs were so thick, and it was it was like it made me feel <laughs> made me like feel. there's no way. Uh, He's not the fastest guy in the world, and there's no way I am. My hundred meter time would be better than his two hundred meter time. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's. Uh, there are just different kinds of levels of greatness with that. My brother was at a corporate thing with his wife, who's, who sells insurance. There was like, a, is this the one I met? Uh, older brother, I'm not sure. The one in uh, would you have met my Ann Arbor brothers? when I went? They're to both different. in Ann Arbor. Oh, oh. Uh, who went to your show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's probably a bill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he went on, you know, something where if you reach some sales thing for the year, you get to go to the, I don't know, it was like yeah, some whatever, company-wide thing, and Apollo Ono was giving this speech, and he was like, I don't know how, and it's just generic, like, inspirational, he's yeah. like, I don't know how much uh, Speed Skater has to, like, how much, how many life lessons I can get, yeah. glean from this, like, 20-something yeah. Speed Skater. That's like, right, that's what, uh, Margazzi has that great joke about it on his special, where he just he goes, he goes, uh, so I did a corporate event, and uh, the other guy was a guy who scaled Everest, because <laughs> that's relatable. Like, and he's just like, this guy is inspiring people who just want to park the closest to the building. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't pick up, like, you hit when you hit top speed. I don't know. I just, like, I just looked at the times, and it was le- slightly, the 200 is slightly slower than two. Of the fastest hundreds. Anyway, uh, anyway, I, horse anyway, herpes. Pretty sure I can beat. Yeah, horse herpes. <laughs> and what was the story you're going to lead to? I'm certain. You can't. I just uh, don't think you can. It's not a, a dig on you. I'm sorry. We got well, We got to get Matt on the track, and we got to get more uh, Dick Tracy challenges. Uh, horse herpes reminds <sighs> me. Three different listeners sent in a story about a man who has the world's worst super gonorrhea. <laughs> Or the world's best super gonorrhea. It's all about perspective, I guess. Yeah, A man in the UK has caught the world's, quote, worst ever case of super gonorrhea. He had a regular partner in the UK, but picked up the superbug after a sexual encounter with a woman in Southeast Asia. Public Health England says it's the first time the infection cannot be cured with first-choice antibiotics. Health officials are now tracing any other sexual partners of the man who has not been identified. He probably should be identified uh, in an attempt to contain the infection spread. He picked up the infection earlier in the year. The main antibiotic treatment, a combination of azithromycin and ceftriaxone, has failed to treat the disease. Uh, Dr. Gwenda Hughes from Public Health England said, this is the first time a case has displayed such high-level resistance to both of these drugs and to most other commonly used antibiotics. Um, other horrible. organizations agree it's a world first. Um, the disease is caused by the bacterium Neisseria gonorrhea. Huh? Sure. Um spread through unprotected vaginal oral and anal sex um of those infected about one in ten heterosexual men and more than three quarters of women and gay men have no easily recognizable symptoms that part's strange to me that gay men have way different levels of uh symptom (coughs) is is that because gay men are more likely to get butt symptoms i don't know (laughs) I'm not. I, I mean, I'm ju- going to assume that's the case, but yeah, yeah, I'm, okay. Because like- well, you're just thinking about like, what's the only difference? Because because symptoms symptoms present differently in different bodied people, but 
biologically there is no noticeable difference between gay men and the straight right, men. So the right. only so difference I, has to be how they contracted it and I where guess, it presents yeah, itself. I guess you're right. Yeah, which means either butts or throats. Okay. <laughs> I, that's my presume. Like, cause yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I presume it'll be either in the butt. Well, I mean, I mean, buttholes are really dirty. <laughs> I didn't mean so, to get down this road. I'm so sorry. So, you know, that just, I would just, just who would have thought our super gonorrhea story would end up in a, a place? <laughs> Come on, uh, you, you had me. You three knew. different. You, I, I'm here. This <laughs> yeah, was gonna no. It's our fault. No, it's yeah. our fault. And our listeners' fault. Three different listeners demanded this topic. Yeah, this was uh, Julian Alberto along with um, Chris Nelson and Zach Kirchberg. So what we, if these people are looking you. to do for real? I medical think there was advice at least a, there was at least <laughs> yeah. a tweet as well. I, um, so they said, analysis of the man's infection suggests one last antibiotic could work. I'm like, why are you waiting? Just do the, uh, He's currently being treated, and doctors will see if it has been successful next month. Don't they have to wait for the antibiotics to clear out of a system before they can start a new treatment or a new cycle oh, of them? I don't know. Sure. I, that's a big, I think that's a big, that's like, because you, you like, combine them. yeah, or you can. No, it's, it's not clear out your system. They used to think, and actually they've changed some of the guidelines on that now, but they used to say you should always finish the, the, the cycle, the, the cycle of antibiotics, even if you're no longer symptomatic. Yeah, well, they say you, you treat but, the disease, not the symptom. But right? they now are even saying that might not be the case. Like it's not because the the reason for it is to try and prevent antibiotic resistant bacteria forming. Yeah. And the idea is that you kind of the previous thought process was you take four out of your six days worth of antibiotics, and you're like, oh, I feel better now. I'm going to stop, but there's still some residual antibiotics, and they have the greater propensity to become resistant to the an- to the antibiotics. So now you're a little factory that might be producing back- antibiotic resistant bacteria. Yeah, and that's but now they're like, you know what? Actually, that's probably a less likely to happen, and b uh, it's still the less antibiotics we pump into people, the better. Yeah. Because yeah. still, the more antibiotics get used in general, the more chance there is of resistant bacteria forming. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's the concern is this could become untreatable by any, any antibiotic. And um, Dr. Olwyn Williams, president of the British Association for Sexual Health and HIV, said the emergence of this new strain of highly resistant gonorrhea is of huge concern and is a significant development. We're concerned that the problem will worsen due to the dramatic cuts that have been delivered to the public health budget. So yeah, this uh, not good. Not good. Here's uh, hoping this uh, is. Good luck to this guy. Yeah. Still, and, oh, how would you like to be that guy? Yeah, oh, it, fuck. If they actually can, if this becomes the thing that, yeah, we're worried about Trump. What if this takes us all out? Yeah. Although it doesn't say if it can kill you. Maybe can gonorrhea kill you? If you, I mean, I think the, any infection can kill you long enough in you, right? I don't know. I uh, just described the symptoms and said that untreated, it can lead to infertility, pelvic inflammatory disease, and it can be passed on to a child during pregnancy. But and you get it from being bitten by a radioactive gonorrhea. This is true. <laughs> this is true. That's what <laughs> radioactive dick. <laughs> So thank you, listeners, for knowing exactly what kind of story we are going to cover. It was uh, clear from the start. Well, we've had we've had quite a few we've had quite a few scientists writing with questions, uh, sorry, clarifications and corrections. Oh, do you get? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. have real scientists who listen to the show sometimes and write in with their facts. Do they, are they ever like terribly upset with you? No, they're normally pretty cool about. Of, I think the they, biggest fuck up we've ever had is as far as having wrong things that are. We've had we've had wrong. many wrong things over the years. We've been doing the show, but our listeners are generally fairly kind and patient. Okay, with their that's nice. Yeah, that they're like there's still an entertainment podcast. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very much like no, that's not how it works, yeah. and this is this is what it actually is. Uh, but good, 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 good try. Right, right. <laughs> you really went for it, and you you missed, but still you you went for it. You want to try the. Um, 
acupuncture email first or which one were you looking yeah, at? Yeah, you could do that one. Yeah, wanna... I think I think I might have been the one who was like naysaying acupuncture a bit a few episodes back. Have you ever done it, Shane? No. No. Uh but I'll uh I'll try anything once, you know. Yeah. I mean I guess I sound like a, I didn't I sound wanna... like a dating profile. I'm trisexual. I've never done it and I I think I, I would was try it though. I'd of... like Yeah, you would You know like yeah I, well I have like you know, I have like my aches and pains like anybody else, yeah. but like, so like, and I'm very like wary of like any kind of surgery or like, I don't like taking medication a lot of the time. Right, right. So like, I would try something that seems like fairly surface level, you know, yeah, like, like the appeal is that it is not that invasive. The worst case yeah. scenario, it, it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, to me, which it is, I guess shows off. like that's kind of stupid. Well, <laughs> I mean, it just, it's, it definitely seems pseudoscience-y and I hadn't actually looked up whether there had been well control, you know, controlled experiments about that, but um, we have a listener in Australia named uh, Doctor Michael Smout, who is also the listener who mentioned the shelf of death. In, in, in oh past yeah, episode. good, um, good memory. He has, he has hey, a Doctor Smout, senior research associate at James Cook University in Cairns. Yeah, he has uh, a shelf that just has like jars of all the crazy poisonous things in Australia. Is that what it was? Yeah, if we're ever in Cairns, apparently we can get a tour of the the, the terrible things. Shelf of death. Have you guys ever been to the Mutter Museum in Philly? No. What the is that? Museum? It's a it's a Mutter Museum. It's attached to one of the universities. Uh uh-uh. But it's like a medical oddities kind of. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Oh, and there's a couple of those in London as well. Yeah, and it's awesome it's a real it's very scary and we not scary kind of yeah but like i went with my little brother uh and he's pretty straight laced guy but they have like uh you know they just have like these like they have like all these like very crude medical tools and oh, like terrifying. a wall oh. of skulls that have like different ways people died during war. oh they, jesus they have the skeleton of a i guess what you would call a giant next to that of a no person shit. that was like a little person or a dwarf like there's some there's a woman preserved in lye in a bathtub it's like nuts oh yeah even on the yeah. site if you go to mutter museum it's m-u-t-t-e-r dot yeah. org you can see some of the exhibits yeah oh that's a lot of skulls that's yeah. too many skulls <laughs> philadelphia is a great town wow. I, I really love it good music scene interesting oh yeah that's where uh, dr dog's from right? yeah there's a lot yeah. of good stuff there now the oh, districts are there favorites. i don't know i gotta check them out yeah i'll show them to you Nice. Um, so, should talk about science, not like things I'm like, look at this freak show. <laughs> wait, what were we just talking? Oh, the acupuncture link. Um, so, he says, do you want me to do this? <laughs> oh, go ahead, sure. <laughs> All right, so Dr. Michael Smart wrote in to say, just catching up a few weeks late, but if it's any help, Matt's hunch was right, i.e. that the benefit seems to come from just being listened to and having an hour to relax rather than the needles itself. Acupuncture is one of the more likely pseudosciences, and so I presume by that he means more likely to actually be real rather than. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, I, okay. I, I, that's what I got from the context. Rather than more likely to be bullshit, I think it's one of the ones with the greater chance of actually progressing to science, being upgraded to science from pseudoscience, mm-hmm. and so has been studied quite a bit, as at least had a chance of helping some conditions. Early studies showed some efficacy, but they were just compared to no treatment. More recent studies have somewhat overcome the challenge of early studies, i.e. how do you get the placebo group to believe they're getting acupuncture? Which is a good question. Uh, He said some more recent studies have compared it to massage alone, and some used non-acupuncture points, or the more inventive used mock acupuncture, which are fake needles that retract like a stage dagger. So I've seen these. You have 
They've got two different seemingly identical looking needles, okay. acupuncture needles, but one of them, but they're enclosed in a tube and one of them you sort of press the thing and a, and a real needle comes out. Yeah. And the other one, it sticks to the skin, but nothing actually penetrates yeah. below the surface. So, so far, every reasonable large trial that has used a realistic placebo group to compare the acupuncture has come up clinically irrelevant as a treatment. Some studies trumpet a very small effect as it works in press releases, but the data shows otherwise, and so far the half-decent studies have only effect sizes so small that are probably background noise and certainly not a clinically useful amount of pain relief. Sorry to be wordy, but then like anything in medicine, nuance is key. Technically, it does help compared to nothing at all, but then again, that's the old good old placebo working on the human brain. I mean, links to a couple of studies. So... It's not to say that it doesn't do anything, just so far as the data shows no benefit over a massage or other less invasive treatments. Of course, proponents say it hasn't been tested for X, but so far it has been tested for the more likely conditions and nothing more than placebo. But even the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health doesn't say it works. Uh, What is that? That sounds like a group that would be all about... Yeah, look it up. NCCIH. The topic was mentioned in the context of the VA and opioids and pain treatment, along with problems of pharma, overblown claims of pain management. These are big problems as well, and unfortunately, there aren't easy answers, especially with pain management, but acupuncture isn't the answer. Chronic pain is very challenging to treat, but just because we don't understand it doesn't mean that magic works. (laughs) (laughs) What a shitty little ending. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's kind of, yeah, Yeah. with all these things, he he said. He also says he's an enthusiastic skeptic and not an expert in pain or acupuncture. He's the parasitic worm guy that we've talked about before on the show with a shelf of death. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a lot of this stuff is like... <laughs> doesn't mean that magic works, well, though. That's it's what, like a little... Like, he does say that, this is... He's paraphrasing a previous hearts. quote he's saying. Oh, okay. Uh, but that's how I feel about this kind of stuff. But then you're like, well, what's more important... Uh, I I know I'm not going to do it because I know it's not real, but like, do you want to be a dick about it? Or just like, I don't... <laughs> If someone else wants to, like, knock yourself out, but you, stick you, yourself with needles. Do you find that your education, like, you being a scientist, has prevented you from enjoying things like your friends, like, like we'll be going out to be a group, like, whatever it may be, like, like a roller coaster or not, maybe not that, but like, like some kind of thing you're like, oh, this isn't like a real thing. <laughs> like, like I'm trying to think of times. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I just hate, like, wordplay where it's not even wordplay because that is the reason the word is that, like... You ever heard a joke where someone like thinks they're doing a second meaning of a word? Like, no, that's the actual origin of that. I can't think of an example okay. right now. D- does that ring true for either I, of you? Uh, I c- can't. I'm trying to think. Like, I, I might need an example to like. I can't. But no, I, I, but the like, thing you were talking about, I think. No, you try to buy into the scenario. I know. I think years ago I talked about the alien, the aliens exhibit thing in London. It was based on the movies. And it was like a, it was like a sort of horror maze. You go in there with a group of people, and you you get taken by someone who's dressed up like one of the commandos from Alien, yeah. and you get into the cargo elevator, and then suddenly it breaks down, and the siren happens, and they they panic. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you spend the next. 10, 15 minutes running around this maze following this commando every so often you turn a corner and there's like an alien like the strobe lighting and there's smoke (laughs) effects and there's like flashing and this is my favourite thing I would take any visitor to London and like my French exchange friend or whatever like we're going to the alien thing it's the best and then I went with my cousin My, my, my cousins came over 
and we were doing it, and he just wouldn't get into it. He's like, uh, you know, he, he, I can see the zipper on the aliens. Yeah, too. he was like, it's just people in costumes. Like, well, obviously it's Clearly, people in costumes. Yeah. They don't have a real alien. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. buy into the premise, and you'll have fun. You're a fucking drag man. Yeah. <laughs> like, Believe it or not, twenty two bucks to get you into this fucking place. Yeah. You get even fake fun. Freddy Krueger's just a guy in makeup right, that right. they film from certain angles. It doesn't mean you can't like you know just let yourself. It doesn't mean it give you a good scare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yourself buy into the conceit of it and yeah. enjoy the sensation of yeah. controlled like, fear. What well, an easy way to be just negative to like, yeah. you know, shit on a, shit on an alien museum. Just the opposite of yes ending the right. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, ignorance just, is bliss, man. Just a guy. It's just a guy in a costume. Yeah. Oh. Oh, is it? <laughs> Guys, everyone stop yeah. running for a second. My, was, my cousins cracked the code. Or it's like people that can't enjoy a magic show because they think it's somehow like like letting that magician sort of uh, be the alpha or be dominant. Yeah, yeah, they're like, 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 I think fucking... that's why it is. Like, I think I know what it was. Like, Well, we're all here to enjoy it. We all know magic isn't real. But yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you don't have to prove that you're... Some people don't know that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> they really do not know that. That's, uh, that's true. There's a comic in Portland, to use your improv analogy... There was a comic in Portland who shares a name with a very famous okay. actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is very curmudgeonly. Yeah, yeah, but like, I think we were in the improv class with him. But like, anytime he'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, <laughs> I wasn't. I was, improv class. Yeah, and it was I like, I was like, this is the only time I ever did improv. Lasted three. These poor fucking teachers, like. <laughs> And every scene led to somebody getting fucked in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it was like always. Like, violating every, like, some of the, if people don't know, improv classes have a few rules, like, basically never, never take out a fake gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's always, like, the end of any scene. Like, that yeah. heightens the scene to the point of, like, what, where do you go once, yeah. a, once a gun's been taken out? Yeah. Uh, don't put women on the street or on the pole. Like, yeah. If you're a man, don't, like, assign. Yeah, don't do that. Gen- don't, don't gender them. Don't to make do- them yeah. a hooker or yeah, a, yeah. a stripper. And don't yeah. instantly just go to, like, Let's butt fuck. Right. <laughs> Which was kind of like where it would always end up. And I remember one time the teacher was like, stop. And they were like, when is this too far? And then Dinger was just like, penetration. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he said. But I forgot the, I was in that class. The him. fucking yeah. guy, like I remember I was like playing some role where I was like supposed to be some kind of buff, like superhero type guy. And he was like, no, you're not. You're fat. <laughs> like, he was just like, <laughs> So he was just like Perfect mean because I am heavy set, but then he also just like blew the scene apart. Every, yeah, like, yeah. He's like, you're fat. <laughs> like, how am I going to believe this? This ain't you. <laughs> also, your name's Shane. I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, We've known yeah. each other for yeah. years. Why are you pretending to be a superhero? Yeah, yeah. I'd know by you're now not. if you had any kind of skills. Of- you're, you're not. Yeah, like we hang out, man. You know. <laughs> You, you didn't never... stop that fire. I was at brunch with you. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing's ludicrous. <laughs> We're paying fucking... for this? <laughs> oh, my God. That fucking guy. This. Hey, you know what can make you think you're in a different situation? I don't. Drugs. Oh. oh. We're doing more, more, more mailbag time? More mailbag time from our friend Christina been on the show before both in person at the science march because we bumped into well she, she sought us out because we publicized where we were going to be uh-huh. but there she's was a, a list si- there was a science march yeah it was the um it was the same day how did they pick the day wasn't it relevant to some kind of legislation passing last year or like it was i i think it was a general i can't remember if it was in response to a specific piece of legislation or just a general the trump administration along with the Republicans in general, are dismantling the EPA 
yeah. and ignoring climate science and underfunding, de- underfunding NASA and just yeah. doing all being sort- completely obscene people exactly yeah, yeah. and it's just you know there were various marches at the same time each focused on different things and this one was specifically evidence like okay. evidence based policy science is important climate change is real yeah. and fuck you yeah. so that was that's like the craziest thing when they're just like it snowed four inches everything's <laughs> yeah. fine like what like yeah. You might as well be a pasture. Like, right. the, the logic you're using is fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. even, like, last year when it was, uh, it's snowing, it's really bad snow in New York, and at the same time, people going, it's the hottest that it's ever been in Australia right now. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, By- is that just what is around you, you fucking yeah. Yeah, dullard? Yeah, weather and climate are not the same. I heard thing. someone say, like... Specifically, when, even when at that exact time in other parts of the world, it is as hot yeah. as it's ever been. Somebody I saw was, like, apparently some, like, it was one degree hotter, like, in the internal core. Some weird thing of... Or it was like, I don't, it's beyond me, but he was like, it's like average, like one degree hot or like around the earth. And they were like, somebody was like, what's the big deal? It's like, you know, when your temperature's 99 instead of 100, <laughs> it's like, it was like, it was like, it's a big fucking deal. Like, yeah. it's sick. Yeah. When yeah, you're one yeah, on yeah. one, when you've got one on one, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ill, Ill, yeah, yeah, bad, you know, like, bad. I was like, yeah. Um, so she is a friendly local. Drug pharmaceutical researcher. She researches the effects of various medications on the brain. And we were talking about possible links between Parkinson's and illegal drugs. Well, we should mention our guest was uh, theorizing that possibly Michael J. Fox doing double duty where he was filming. I think that was me passing on someone else's suggestion. But yeah, the fact that the possible link between his admitted heavy drug use in the 80s. Because he was shooting Back to the Future at night while doing family ties during the day. So he was just like burning the candle at both ends and maybe using some stimulants to keep uh, that schedule. Okay. So someone was so, suggesting maybe that's correlated with Parkinson's and Christina wrote in. So, yeah, she says, I study cocaine addiction, as you may remember from the Science March last year. So I decided to do a quick literature uh, search I studied Parkinson's in school, but I remember very little. You're actually not too far off in making an assumption that there might be a connection between stimulants and Parkinson's because both involve dopamine in the brain, but in different areas. Some medication for Parkinson's mimic effects of methamphetamine and cocaine use because the medication generally increases dopamine throughout the brain. The drugs that seem to have the the biggest factors for developing Parkinson's is methamphetamine and synthetic heroin. So far, there's been no link between chronic cocaine use and increased risk of developing Parkinson's. And finally, there is controversy around the connection between MDMA and Parkinson's. Some studies have reported MDMA causes an increased risk, but others have reported that it helps in the treatment. Since it's difficult to get a license to study MDMA, this is MDMA, by the way, Molly, for any people who aren't aware... This is probably why the effects of it are unclear. Yeah, for MDMA at a comedy festival, people are going to think you're a cop. <laughs> I've, I've attached a review article if you're interested in reading really more. Also, if you're curious, here are some short YouTube videos about meth and cocaine action in the brain. So we'll link to those. Actually, I can't even... I can you guys see have the, a very involved listener base. Isn't it crazy? It's great. We appreciate it. We, yeah, we no, it's like, yeah. It's like people Most podcasts up. don't have a conversation. They just have like a one-sided thing. Yeah, we have, we have that's actually scientists cool. and also kids who will dress up as Dick Tracy in the backyard. And <laughs> really? Like, well, adult, adults so rather who dress target? up and get kids to film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is your base? You're just like, everybody. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like Tracy well, enthusiasts. We uh, definitely have a listenership runners. that is partly people who are scientists or people with an interest in science who wanted something that was a little less serious than your average science show. Yeah. And then people who are comedy fans who wanted something that was a bit more serious than your average comedy <laughs> show, podcast. Yeah. Uh, 
I think I may sent me anyway. You know, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and by the way, we've we've had the, the also the uh, good fortune to have very generous uh, listeners over the years. We have donated, um, and they also used to use our Amazon affiliate link. Yeah, we got busted, we people. Got busted. We got busted. What happened? You can delete delete done. the bookmark. Fuck Amazon. <laughs> they finally realized that we've been using the affiliate link in no way to just promote links to products and just telling people to bookmark it, so we get the kickback. We, we... So, yeah, let's back this up. So they have an affiliate program where if you have, you know, if you theoretically, I guess they want it to be used for things like we would have a guest on with a book. We'll link to that book. Embedded in that link will be our code. So if someone buys that book with that link. Yeah, probably science. Gets, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, like that uh, publications like Slate, for example, or if they're other if they're yeah. reviewing a movie or whatever or talking about a book, they have the same thing. Yeah. But the way that link works is it's not just if you buy that book it's also if you use that link to go there anything else you buy in that shopping period get you a kickback you we you're it's part of your sale so if you need deodorant yeah we used to book. just we used to just ask listeners to just make this your and that used to be a way that people could support mark. our show yeah because yeah. it doesn't cost you any extra and, 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 and people were very generous particularly with their christmas shopping for example they you know we got you got a nice little spike in december we definitely a... got it definitely helped it, us run this thing it helped us run our lives for you. For a while. it's generated more money than donations and sponsorship combined good for you that's like a nice little life hack until saturday until the email oh god Amazon. we finally got an email of them going like we we know what you're doing and we've shut your account and you're not getting the money that we haven't given you yet amazon closed it with warmest regards fuck you yeah. fuck you fuck you amazon bezos. fuck you bezos <laughs> yeah, yeah. eat a dick yeah, so now we can also talk about the fact that I never wanted never to... Never liked Amazon. Fuck that company. <laughs> not that part of it, but... Go uh, to Walmart. Walmart. Walmart is a good company. Hey, man, I'm from the South. You're not going to get an argument out of me about Sam Walt. That's a good man. <laughs> Sam Walt. Um, the thing we never talked about when it was going. We had a good four-year run. Uh, was, That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That... And you know how much the percentage was? What? I think we could say all this stuff now. What's going to happen? It was about 7%. That's great. Isn't that crazy? That's like, who would have thought they have those kind of margins? They could part with 7%. But we definitely but had things like, I got... People What's the furniture? money? They're not... Because they're not spending money on it, it and costs, so many things. You're like... But still, I can't... I couldn't believe And they take... That, they take... Yeah. So true. listeners like, would buy like, you know, $1,500 couches and stuff. Like. Yeah, or like musical equipment. I got... I gave it to the. You produ- guys are about to take a real hit. I know. Like, well, yeah, I, mean, like, I gave it, it to sucks, the production yeah. coordinator on the Jim Jeffrey show because she had to buy a whole lot of office supplies and that kind of like. That I was didn't all know good. that. That's oh yeah, we were getting all of that as well. So many podcasts were doing the same thing. Oh really? And then a few months ago, someone said a lot of the podcasts that are saying book market are getting theirs shut down. So we just stopped saying it. But yeah, one of our listeners actually... tipped us off to, to that, so we stopped saying it. But I guess they either listened to back episodes or noticed that people were just coming through from the bookmark. Yeah. Whatever it was, they. Yeah. They closed us down. It's, it's great that you guys got to pull pull yeah, one over. A, like I said, four years where it was it it's was a good the run. main source of income. It's a good run. So thanks for nothing, Amazon. And then like, <laughs> and then Trump's and then Trump's uh, fucking them over by talking about how they co- what, what's he saying? Like it costs the post office an unf- or they're not paying the post office what they should. For well, here's here's the thing: sending the stock market. That into really is a, a fight where I. D- you know where you just see a fight between two people. Like, I hope you both get hurt a lot. Yeah. I hope you get both get hurt. It, a lot. it is very possible. Bezos could be done with taking down some pegs, but then Trump as well. Trump clearly is mostly against Bezos, not because of he cares about the post office, but because, oh yeah, I'm because just... firstly Bezos owns the Washington Post, and the Washington Post is critical of him. Yeah, and also because his income was hit because he owns real estate that includes retail establishments, which have oh. their value reduced by Amazon. 
so that's a that's a violation of the yep. emoluments shit. So is that I'm guessing I'm guessing it's more the tariffs that are sending the economy into a tailspin now, but the that shit probably doesn't help much either fighting with Amazon. I'm not an economist, so I don't know. But yeah, it's a bad time right now did, in a lot of ways. Did like Amazon suddenly, settle where they're putting their new big headquarters yet? I know it was like down to like second five, headquarters. I don't know. Yeah, like because I, I know it was down to like five cities, right? I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really hope we don't uh, see a huge because I mean, like so far, Trump has been mostly reined in. Like, think about what he's actually gotten done. He hasn't gotten a ton of the worst shit that he wanted to get done done but if he manages to tank the economy yeah that, uh, <laughs> oh god well anyway the end will be fun the end oh yeah I mean um, we'll always have Netflix right <laughs> just gonna be like apocalypse but everyone's still yeah I guess, watching their streaming uh, the, the new currency will be HBO Go passwords right, yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> should we do a third reader scientist write in letter yeah, I think we'll just do them all. The skin all one? The skin one is interesting. This is an Australian listener. We also have the Legionnaires one. Oh, yeah. So Ian Dowley, director at Flex Physiotherapy in Australia, says, Hi, Matt and Andy. Thanks for the hours of informative entertainment. You're welcome. We don't normally read out the compliment bit, but I, I got halfway through the sentence before realizing that's what it was at the beginning. As you have a bunch of Aussie listeners, I'm guessing you've already had a bunch of people giving you extra info on the spray on skin story from last episode. Nope. Not, not correct. Nope. You're the first one. It is a great, hopeful story in its own right, but I couldn't not respond when the story completely neglected the backstory of the spray on skin technology, giving the impression that it's completely new and untested. Let me introduce you to burn surgeon, researcher, and all-round hero, Dr. now Professor Fiona Wood. No relation. Who first <laughs> developed spray-on skin technology in 1993 in conjunction with scientist Marie Stoner. No, no relation. relation to me. <laughs> <laughs> Drugs. One time. <laughs> right here in... Perth, Western Australia. I worked as a physiotherapist with Dr. Wood in the Burns Unit at Royal Perth Hospital in the late 90s, and spray-on skin was being used as an adjunct to standard skin grafting and plastic surgery techniques, especially in cases where the burn can t- covered a large percentage of the body surface area. I was no longer the Burns Unit when it hits headlines in 2002 in the aftermath of the Bali terrorist bombings. This was a shining moment for Dr. Wood and her incredible team, and her spray-on skin technology was a key element of their success in treating 28 badly burned victims. At some stage since then, she established Avita Medical, the company behind the resale product mentioned in your article. Perhaps the biggest story here is the need for special FDA approval on compassionate grounds to use this treatment, used in Australia since the 90s. Uh, by the way, if they're claiming this 1983 technology she worked on was the first, uh, someone's forgetting a little movie starring Liam Neeson from 1990 called Dark, Dark Man. Man. Yes, <laughs> I loved that fucking movie. I, when I was a kid. I was like, this is fucking. <laughs> I don't know how they're ever going to top this. You know, but that was that was basically the superpower he had was just he could make uh, good masks, good yeah. skin. But then it only lasted an hour, or if it, if, if it hit sunlight, it went away or something. Yeah, and it was, it was basically like uh, what. Tom Cruise has in the Mission Impossible movies right, too. Right. Yeah, I it's forgot right. why I liked it so much. So I guess spray on skin, spray on skin to help with. Uh... Have we thanked the actual donors to the show? It, we oh were, no, we, we got distracted because we were too busy Amazon telling people to hashtag fashion. delete Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> do the, do the Dick Tracy challenge and don't shop Amazon. Hashtag delete Amazon. But thank you for the kind donations that have come through the PayPal link at the Squarespace Power Probably website. You can get your own Squarespace website by going squarespace.com slash probably science for a free month. 
uh, free and I trial. Ten percent off your first purchase. From I believe so yeah. too. Uh, thank you, Stephen Edmonds. Thank you, Keith Staddenfield, Callum Gleason, Drew Chapman, Matthew Arnold, Brooks Gilmore, Pandora Young, Vikram Bhatt, Karen Meburn, James W. Casson, and Patrick Chalky. Thank you, all of you, for your very kind donations. And a one-off donation from H. Randolph. Yeah. He said it, this podcast makes him laugh out loud while driving in his car alone. Damn it, I read out another compliment. Yeah. Oh, well. What's your thing with compliments? I don't know. It just feels kind of wanky to kind of... Yeah. When people are like, you're great. And you go like, well, you've just cherry picked the good ones anyway to read. Although we do actually probably read more podcast like, listeners emails that are like, fuck you. <laughs> Wait, you said we do get yeah. more of those? No, no, no. We the- read more of them. We're, we're far more likely to read out of a negative. Have we just ever gone, gotten like, a really mean email? No, we've never got really mean. Actually, we don't read out the. There's been a few people who go like, this annoyed me about the show. And you're like, well, f- fuck you. You annoyed me with your email. But that they are very. <laughs> Yeah, why would you put something in the, out in the they, world and then like expect any kind of criticism? But those e- those emails have been blessedly rare in our time, yeah, and we filtered out. Well, you guys, have, this is number two eighty seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we filtered out most of those kind of people quite early on. But yeah, we. I just I don't know. It just feels kind of. It's like retweeting praise, you know, and retweeting compliments. Yeah. I don't. I've never been that person. I. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to be. You know, you don't want to be like, hey, look, this one person out of many liked me. I did well, but that yeah. was. Uh, I but mean, th- listeners are. I'm sure everyone knows. I mean, I respond to f- thank you with a thank you or anything. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone enjoys what I. But do. I, I, you, I don't like retweet and quote it. So just yeah. so other people can see someone go. I've Great done show it with, last like, night. I've done it if someone like pretty notable has said something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, I'll give you that. There, I mean, you, you can't you can't do zero self. But that's more like in fandom industry. You know, like, like we're in a business where you yeah. have to. And if and if it's plugging, like if if there's something you're trying to plug, like if you've got a new album out and you someone goes like funny album and then you go like thanks and you add a link to it that so everyone can see like this person likes it and yeah. you can buy it yourself. That's one thing. Yeah. When it's just generic promotion, it's, and so to read out a compliment of the podcast on that podcast when all it's doing is plugging the thing that people are or if if you yeah. like you're already listening to us you can make up your own decision yeah, as to whether or not we're good and yeah. hopefully you've yeah. made that decision given that you are listening to us in the positive direction I see, yeah i see what you're saying yeah you should Although, read your compliments we, on a different podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly what you should do. do on WTF or something. <laughs> Just come on to a different show and go, well, uh, yeah, H. Randolph not only uh, donated money, but also said... You <laughs> <laughs> should do that on Twinsies. By the way, I'm sorry, Ben. We haven't kept a good schedule with Twinsies, the other podcast. That's that a I great idea, with, by the way. TJ Chambers, thank you. Yeah. We, we were meant to watch both Jesus Christ Superstar and Godspell yesterday, which were the same year. And do the episode, but uh, work things got in the way. But did you guys watch the live Jesus Christ Superstar? On I watched no. some of it. It was really no. good. I think no. uh, gen- I, generally agreed to be the best of those like stunt live things they've done no. so far. I came home from a gig and found my girlfriend watching it, so I joined in watching what was left of it. Yeah. Have you done the an iPod Zoom debate yet? Uh, no, but actually every week we have fake sponsors, and last week was brought to you by Zoom, <laughs> by, the, by the Brown Zoom specifically, because there was a time when, uh, do you listen to Jesse, do you listen, Jordan, Jesse Go? No, I'm not, I know what it is, but Jesse Thorne was a long to- long Zoom holdout, like long after it was like... Phil Schauberger, huge one. He, yeah. he like, he like really tried to talk me into why it was better for like he spent like oh, he a, actually thought it was not just cheaper but yeah you know, like for he, a good two hours <laughs> like he was just like no because he can do this and like, like, <laughs> phil just fuck off man like, <laughs> like it was like you're you're too smart 
to be yeah. the guy who egg it on to like Zoom guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I just switched to the iPhone like last week, so I'm, I'm guilty of that too. But for fucks, Phil, you just it, did what? I switched to the iPhone. Finally. Oh, really? First yeah. iPhone. Yeah. What do you think? I'm enjoying it. I knew. I've said this already to a couple of people, but like. Uh, people, I knew you were assholes when you owned an iPhone because the first thing people say is like, "Did you get an iPhone?" When I t- when I text them because I guess the color is different. I was gonna say like, <laughs> one of the main like and dumbest but like social pressurey reasons to get one is so you're not the f- the fuck who ruins a group text and turns oh it, it's turns brutal because it once it turns it green, is so brutal. And if you like if you like do anything to like a previous comment, if if the text has turned green because someone's not on on iMessage yeah then you get these texts that say Andy liked and then it quotes the the text the text and it clutters your whole feed on my old phone I would get like the I would get added into a chain and then people would respond and I would get a message from them responding to somebody else so I'd have to like it was just like this clusterfuck because it wouldn't even be in the same thread so like if it was like you us three and you texted something I would get it from Andy and not not in the group and like if you're responding to Matt like, yeah, it yeah. was fucking That's awful. That. Let's do one last letter and then wrap this thing up. Because sure. Julian Alberto wrote in to say, uh, I am an engineer who designs HVAC systems for buildings. And we talked about Legionnaires last week. Cooling towers are usually the cause of Legionnaires. Cooling wow. towers work by spraying warm water in a mist and the, a fan blows on the mist, thus cooling the water. Since they are exposed to the environment, it is ideal for bacteria growth. This is why it's important to maintain and clean the towers on a regular basis. Cooling towers are still used because it's a cheap, efficient way to cool water for air conditioning. Uh, love the podcast. Keep it up. When are you going on tour? P.S. Here's a story about super gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best when are you guys going on tour? Uh, we really should. I, I, I don't know. When, we <laughs> can't until I'm on schedules. hiatus from the Jim Jeffrey show. Yeah. Yeah. But, which um, which is on fun. again tonight. We, 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 we should just pick a time and go to Australia and make that happen. We do need to get to Australia. That's definitely one of... That should be you right You guys have a large list. listenership down there? Yeah. Very largely due to Will Anderson. I'd oh, because he was on here? Because yeah. he he's done our show a couple of times and Will has the... Good-looking fucking guy. He's, Jesus. He's a handsome man and a funny man and has the ability to gain you a large number of Australian listeners in a very short amount of time. Oh, good. So between him doing our show and me doing his show, we've gained a large number of Australian listeners. And, you know, there's been some others who've grown through other means and come from other listeners and <laughs> other... But he gave you a lot of love. But he yeah. definitely... We, we definitely spiked in the Australian iTunes charts. Well, that's yeah. good because you wouldn't keep them. If you weren't like, oh, yeah, they, just, like it's great that he like still enjoys something about yeah, this. Yeah, even though I do a, a borderline offensive Australian accent once every five or six episodes. Yeah, <laughs> some weirds around the air. The, the number. The, oh, there the we number. go again. All right, well, it's keeping the average. Oh, up. I think the accent itself is very offensive when I hear. It. <laughs> oh, the, the fuck, Will one. Anderson. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure he's a great guy. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best. Yeah. Hey, Shane. Yes. Where can our listeners find out about you and everything you're doing and <laughs> all your stuff? Um. When does this come out? Uh, probably either today or tomorrow. Wednesday, April 4th, tomorrow morning. Yeah. Probably. Well, I'll be in Cap City the day this comes out at Austin, in Austin at Cap City Comedy Club. Oh, we've Club. definitely got some Austin listeners. Yeah. yeah. So I'm there Wednesday through Saturday. That's a great comedy club as yeah, well. Yeah, it's really good. I'm very excited. My first time headlining it. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Congrats. Nice. Thank and you. And you're a Texas guy as well. So yeah. it's kind of mini homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. A little, a three hour south from where I'm from, but it'll be good. And then, um, what else? Uh, Shane is comedian.com 
you can find all my dates on there. And your and, album came out recently. Yeah, it's on Comedy Central Records, established 1981. And you have two Conan appearances under your belt? Or two, three? Two. Two. And then a Comedy Central half-hour special on there. And fucking something else yeah that's yeah, all good stuff that's all great. yeah that's all great yeah check out oh, shane's and, comedy and you did finally get retweeted by um um by guy, uh, fieri? By guy fieri correct yeah, yeah. Or like you guys that, well he didn't retweet yeah he made a meme of us as army men oh, okay. and, <laughs> uh, yeah see that's a perfect thing to retweet like yeah. ever you see like we, you have to retweet that. yeah we were i told this on a podcast earlier week, but i was on the bus to outside lands with adam triplett uh, buddy of uh, you, you probably um, know. I'm not sure. great guy. Okay, but uh, we lost it because that's when he when he retweeted it. We were like laughing <laughs> crazily, <laughs> and I had like everybody on this like bolt bus was just like, "Oh, these are the crazy guys." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "You know, you don't understand." Uh, guy Fieri tweeted at me, and, like, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that makes yeah. you seem way more fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. normal." <laughs> In case for a second you thought. We were weird. Let me just be clear. The guy Fieri just made a meme with my face. Yeah. So fuck you, bro. So yeah. who's the crazy guy now? Yeah. I, might, if, I might rent a car next time. I have to take one of these things. I'll probably just be by this goddamn bus. Company. And if listeners haven't already seen it, you got to check out. That was your most recent Conan. Was the basically in defense of Guy Fieri. Yeah, it's a yeah. great, great bit. Thank you very viral. much. Check, Check out that. Check out all of Shane's stuff. Thank you, listeners, as always, for your very kind donations of both money and stories and corrections and conf- clarifications. And, and thank and you for four years of purchases because that, that was very yeah, yeah, thank you for doing that. Thank you. delete Amazon. You can now delete, at the very least, your Amazon bookmark with our name on it. So you know it's going to feel... I even work. I wonder what will happen if you go to the link down. I don't know. Probably, probably just, it'll just load up it'll, Amazon it'll as normal. It'll probably feel good to one guy to like just shut that. He's like, that's been open for a while. Yeah. <laughs> just like, well, you one know guy what? at Amazon has been like, researching the case. No, no, like one of like, somebody who's had it open on their computer for oh, four oh, years. Well, you know what, though? They they found us, but there's probably still some other podcasts they haven't got around to. So yeah, go through your podcasts that you like and see if any of them have. Yeah, help you know, them out still. Help, yeah, chuck them. What you're gonna say and go narc on them? <laughs> Fight the machine. <laughs> For all we know, we could have one listener who hates us, or there could be some ex who is like, oh, Someone, these guys are still doing this? I'm going to report them to yeah. Amazon. You said one thing they don't agree with. Yeah. yeah. You know, that cow. Some flat earthers might have gotten together and the, been like, fuck that, all these yeah, uh, that, that cowgirl stick roadie really meant a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> so do do that. You can follow Shane on Twitter at... Shane Torres at Syrup Mountain on Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. Shaneisacomedian.com is the best place to. Find all right, you'll anything. find all those links. We'll link Thank as well. You, guys. you can find us individually at probably or collectively at probably science. Individually at Andy T Wood and at Matt Kirshen. Yep. Add us, follow us, retweet us, send nice words, write nice things about us on iTunes, give us five star reviews on iTunes and your podcast listener of choice. Spread the word. Follow okay. Shane. And, and, and I was going to say, and go uh, f- follow at Twinsies Pod and go listen to Twinsies wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, that is the podcast where Andy and TJ Chambers discuss twin movies. Mm-hmm. And watch the Jim Jeffrey show on Comedy Central. Yeah, we're back on well. the air. Tell, other, tell all your friends that we're back because it took a while, apparently, this week for people to notice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like it was. Like, no, ratings wise, like, or what do you mean? Like, ratings wise, like, we're bad on first broadcast and then like the plus three numbers spiked up so it was clearly oh. like people going like oh shit they're back like some people did Comedy Central not do a big push you think for they letting... did adverts but you know it just takes there's so many a few more bus yeah. ads Comedy yeah, Central yeah. it's a lot of TV shows nowadays this is true so fuck yeah is crazy a lot of uh, our listeners are fine like our viewers rather are kind of going oh shit alright because they were showing reruns for a while back right, with new right. episodes now new episodes check us out 
Indeed. And we will see you next week. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.